When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Slightly favours the right footer here, but Griffiths, having got the goal, goes again! Quick fire and drags it down now. Long we over. Oh, what a goal! What a goal! Here comes up, Jets goal! Scotland have scored! It's a goal! It's Dykes! It's McCoy! Welcome to the Hand and Roar podcast for the weekly squad review. How did those in or around the Scotland squad get on at club level last week? Three and a half weeks now until we play Georgia, so only a couple more until the next squad announcement. There are a few injuries at the moment that might open the door for a few to impress before the Euros but before we get stuck into that I'd like to ask you if you're enjoying the pod please leave a review or a rating it really helps us pop up in all the right places with potential new listeners and on the charts with the algorithm and secondly my sports quiz will be on again the first Monday of next month so that's the 6th of November if you fancy coming along to that get a wee squad together and just give me a shout and lastly now that we've qualified for the Euros in Germany if you want to relive our last qualification campaign you can buy my book A Nation Again the inside story of Scotland's journey to the European Championship online it starts with Gordon Strachan's exit and culminates in Belgrade I spoke to loads of squad members and coaching staff for it to get their memories of the run it's available on Amazon uh, Waterstones places like that so thank you very much to everyone who decides to give that a shot and well let's get on with the episode with the goalkeepers as usual now there is a bit of unfortunate news here because Angus Gunn limped off half an hour into Norwich against Leeds at the weekend with what seems like a muscular injury I read online he's getting a scan on it it was either yesterday or today Monday Norwich were 2-0 up in that game and blew it we'll come to that later on but Gunn was subbed with the score at 1-0 and when he went off he seemed to be clutching his, his upper leg so like, kind of, I'm not sure if it was a hamstring or, or the thigh but certainly that sort of region and we should find out soon how bad that is just, just as I was saying at the start with the squad only a couple of weeks away um, hopefully it's not too bad because uh, Craig Gordon isn't uh, fit again to be involved yet and Liam Kelly and Xander Clark only just been capped uh, 45 minutes each uh, in that game against France 
Uh, Liam Kelly didn't play this weekend. His game from Motherwell was called off against St Johnston. Xander Clark played 90 minutes as Hearts were well beaten 4-1 by Celtic. Incidentally, Craig Gordon is now training consistently with Hearts. Played in a bounce game last week, 10 months since his leg break. And I'd imagine that um, he'll be back playing for Hearts at some point um, in the near future. But yeah, Angus Gunn, definitely the, the news in the goalkeeping department will find out soon, I'm sure, how how bad that injury is. And to the fullbacks, uh, not really too much game time for the fullbacks this weekend. Aaron Hickey, not sure of the injury situation because he pulled out of the squad before the France game with something. Um, but he actually didn't play against Burnley at the weekend because of suspension. I think it's yellow cards. Uh, he was suspended for Brentford's 3-0 win. Um, I'm sure he'll go straight back into the team when he's fit because he's having a great season uh, for club and country. Uh, his international deputy, Nathan Patterson, came on at half-time of Everton's 2-0 defeat in the Merseyside derby. Ashley Young started over him again, at right back of a four, but was then sent off. Uh, and Patterson came on for Dwight McNeil. Uh, Liverpool eventually went on to win to nil, so Nathan Patterson, 45 minutes under his belt uh, as a, as his team were beaten in the derby. Uh, Andy Robertson didn't play in that derby. I'm sure everyone's aware he's injured for the rest of the year with a shoulder injury, needs an operation. Um, so he won't be playing against Georgia or Norway. And I think that's that injury is what is leading to a lot of debate about what to do. Because Tierney's probably going to miss it as well. Uh, with a four at the back or three back, five at the back. Um, we'll see what Steve Clark decides to do. Uh, Josh Doig potentially could be in the next squad with Robertson and Tierney injured. He's recovered from a sprained ankle and played an hour of Verona's 3-1 defeat to Napoli at the weekend. So good to see one of our up-and-coming left-backs uh, back fit and playing. Greg Taylor, Mr Reliable for Celtic 90 minutes against Hearts at the weekend on the other side Anthony Ralston didn't get off the bench again he slipped behind Alistair Johnston in the pecking order there now into the centre backs let's start with Tierney it's a hamstring injury that he picked up for Sociedad before the last international break so no sign of a recovery for him imminently just got to hope that it's nothing too serious uh, apart from that, I really don't have anything to add. Couldn't find any update or news online. Other centre-backs, John Suter. This is an interesting one. So, towards the end of Michael Beale's reign at Rangers, Suter lost his starting place to Ben Davies, who was partnering Connor Goldson. Uh, but Suter started in Philip Clement's first game. That was what appears to be quite a simple Routine win over Hibs, 4-0 at Ibrooks, and Suter played the 90 minutes ahead of Ben Davies. So, good news for Suter. Looks like he's managed to impress the manager uh, from the start. Jack Hendry uh, played 90 minutes as well this weekend in a 1-0 defeat for Al Etifak. Um, they lost to Al Riyadh. They're not one of these uh, Saudi teams that are just littered with stars. They, I didn't really recognise any names among their team. But Jack Hendry and Al Etifak are doing all right. They're seventh in the league, um, but no wins in three at the moment. But I think Jack Hendry's doing okay. Scott McKenna, I think a solution needs to be found here, not in the Forest squad again. And uh, as we saw from the last international break, he's fit and ready to play. It just looks like Steve Cooper's trying to move on without him. 
So I wonder what January might hold for Scott McKenna if a loan move uh, will be forthcoming. Ryan Porteous, 90 minutes at centre-back of a four in a 1-0 win over Sheffield Wednesday. So Porteous really just kind of moseying on through the season down there with Watford, playing every game in the same league as Liam Cooper, who came off the bench in stoppage time at left-back as Leeds came from 2-0 down to beat Norwich. A wonderful comeback for them. That's three wins in a row for Leeds. But Cooper um, off the bench in stoppage time didn't really contribute much to the victory. Uh, against Norwich, who have Grant Hanley uh, long-term injured, so no recovery for Grant Hanley yet, and it's an Achilles problem, um, he ruptured earlier in the year, and is still making his way back. A couple of other championship centre-halves, Dominic Hyam has just a one cap for Scotland, he played 90 minutes at centre-back at the weekend as Blackburn beat Cardiff 1-0, that was a big win for them, they'd stumbled a wee bit um, form-wise, but that's back-to-back wins now for Hyam and Blackburn. And speaking of stumbling form, Preston, no wins in five for them, but they're still fourth in the table. Liam Lindsay is first-choice centre-half there. He played 90 minutes in a 1-1 draw with Millwall at the weekend, playing in the middle of a back three. He's one that I find really interesting. I thought he might have been capped before now, um, as all the transition was happening when Steve Clark was trying to form his regular squad. But nothing yet for Lindsay. Um, I think that if there are, if Preston continue to hang around at the right end of the table, then perhaps we'll see him included in one of the squads later in the year for the friendlies. But yeah, um, the headline news as far as centre backs are concerned, I would imagine it's Scott McKenna being uh, dropped again from the squad entirely, not even on the bench, and John Sutter. Uh, getting a start for Rangers ahead of Ben Davies. Into midfield, Scott McTominay continued his goal-scoring form for Manchester United, or well, just generally, really. Um, a nice volley into the corner uh, came down from a wee bit of a height, and he controlled it well. Uh, low shot past Wes Fotheringham. Uh, he, he then gave away a stonewall penalty, decided to stretch his arm out in the box as Sheffield United were crossing the ball. Um, but another goal. Uh, Manchester United won. McTominay was subbed off just after the hour, but it looks like he's starting to uh, embed himself in the the plans of Eric Ten Hag uh, after struggling to do so for for quite some time. So, good weekend for Scott McTominay. Good weekend for John McGinn. 90 minutes and a 4-1 win v West Ham. Aston Villa are going really well just now. Fifth in the table at the moment, just two points off top. Uh, Spurs have got their game in hand tonight, so probably that that will increase but yeah John McGinn fans favourite media favourite manager favourite just doing everything right really at the moment for Aston Villa and Scotland which is great Callum McGregor he's one of the ones who can just kind of rinse and repeat uh, every week 90 minutes for Celtic against Hearts good performance and a good win 
It's just the usual for Callum McGregor. Billy Gilmore, hot off his first goal for Scotland, played for 25 minutes away to Man City, off the bench in a 2-1 defeat. Uh, Carlos Baleba and Pascal Gross were preferred in the deeper midfield positions in the 4-2-3-1. Uh, so Gilmore came off, uh, came on for almost half an hour as Brighton were narrowly beaten. Lewis Ferguson, great weekend for him. Second league goal of the season this weekend. He scored the opener in a 2-1 win at home to Frosinone. It was actually just, it was quite a weird goal. The ball was played across goal towards the six-yard area and it kind of bounced in off Ferguson's knee into an open net. So not the most aesthetically pleasing finish, but he was involved in the build-up, driving run forward before it got played out wide. So yeah, um, made an impact again this weekend. They love him over there. He's played 717 minutes of a possible 720 in Serie A this season. I'd say of all the players on the fringe of the 11, he must be the closest to finding a regular spot or as part of rotation anyway in the starting 11. Remember, he started against France and did well. I think he's he's starting to, I think, make himself... Well, not by any stretch, undroppable because he's not in the team to be dropped first, but is embedding himself in the reckoning uh, more and more. Uh, Ryan Jack didn't get off the bench for Rangers in that 4-0 win over Hibs I mentioned earlier. I wonder if that's potentially fitness-related because he did he did pull out of the Scotland squad, didn't he? Again, before Spain and France. So that, that could be why he didn't get off the bench in that victory. Uh, Kenny McLean... 90 minutes, he's kind of similar to Callum McGregor. Know what to expect every week for him. Um, but a not great weekend, though. Uh, lost 3-2 to Leeds after being 2-0 up. Kenny McLean played the full 90 minutes. And Alan Campbell, I know he's not in the squads, but he's playing regular football in the Championship. On loan from Luton to Millwall. He played 80 minutes of that 1-1 draw against Liam Lindsay's Preston. They'll have a new manager soon. Gary Rowett uh, left Millwall during last week. Um, so Alan Campbell will need to impress a new manager um, down at the den. Uh, attacking midfield, Stuart Armstrong going quite well at the moment. He started at the weekend after scoring two in his last two. He played 85 minutes of Southampton's 2-1 win against Hull. So that's good to see Stuart Armstrong in the starting 11 because he's a bit of a rotational player there. Uh, usually comes or comes off the bench as much uh, as he starts games. So that was a 2-1 win for Southampton against Hull. The winner was scored by Ryan Fraser, his first for the club and his first goal in 18 months. That was a 95th minute winner for Southampton against Hull. Uh, Ryan Fraser has drifted completely from the Scotland picture. But I'd say there's uh, still wiggle room there. Uh, We'll see what happens between now and the Euros. So Ryan Fraser, match winner for Southampton at the weekend. Ryan Christie, Came off the bench for Bournemouth in a 2-1 loss to Wolves. Wolves scored the winner with a couple of minutes to go. Um, Christy played it kind of. It was in a 4-2-3-1. He played on the right, but I think it was quite inver- an inverted winger role. Uh, it's not looking great for Bournemouth, to be honest. No wins in nine, second bottom. Only Sheffield United are below them. So they need to roll their sleeves up and sort something out pretty soon. So Christy, 35 minutes off the bench in that defeat. Uh, ben Doak wasn't involved in the squad for the Merseyside derby, uh, but Liverpool have Europa League action this week. They're at home to Toulouse on Thursday, so hopefully we'll see Ben Doak then. And David Turnbull, uh, not in the Scotland squad at the moment either. 
and uh, not in the Celtic team at the moment either. He's lost his place after a good start to the season. Uh, he didn't get off the bench against Hearts. I think the form of Matt O'Reilly and the preference of Rio Hitati to play alongside Callum McGregor counting against David Turnbull here. And to the strikers, <clears throat> this is probably the most interesting aspect of the squad between now and summer. Shea Adams, a regular in squads, but not a goal scorer for Scotland. Lyndon Dykes, a regular in squads and not much of a goal scorer for Scotland either. They, they both have decent ratios, but there is there is certainly room for improvement up front. Uh, Dykes wasn't in the QPR squad that lost 2-1 to Huddersfield at the weekend, just a knock though, nothing serious. And Shea Adams came off the bench for 20 minutes of that Southampton victory away to Hull. Carlos Alcaraz and Adam Armstrong are being preferred to him uh, up front at the moment. Other options, the following. Lauren Shankland scored his first goal in eight for Hearts against Celtic at the weekend. A nice turn and finish on the edge of the box, but ultimately it was a consolation. He was left out of the last squad uh, for Spain and France. Kevin Nisbet pulled out of that squad, so he didn't play against Preston for Millwall. Uh, hamstring issue, he'll be out for a couple more weeks. Um, and those those are the two that have had, <clears throat> excuse me, those two are the, the ones that have had the, the kind of striker three and striker four jerseys over the last little while. Uh, Jacob Brown got uh, what was that, about half an hour against France in that friendly. Um, he got 70 minutes up front as Luton came from 2-0 down to draw 2-2 with Nottingham Forest. Uh, he was subbed while Luton were 2-0 down and then they came back to get an important point. Again, with France away, it's difficult to make an assessment on Brown. We haven't really seen much of him yet. It's hard to form an opinion. Uh, but maybe we'll see more of him between between now and the end of the year. Uh, Ola McBurney uh, scored a penalty against Man United at the weekend, uh, but missed one very big one-on-one uh, -on -one chance uh, with Onana. I'm not sure if he's on Steve Clark's radar or not. He's had chances, I think, about 20 caps. Hasn't really taken many of them in open play. I know he contributed in Belgrade to great penalty under pressure. Um, I'm not sure if... Steve Clark's thinking about Ollie McBurney or not though but he's off the mark for the season scored against uh, Man United at the weekend same game as McTominay so nice game for the Scots Ryan Hardy started the championship season superbly uh, with 5 goals and 6 but now that is no goals and 6 for him and 1 win and 7 for Plymouth so Hardy and Plymouth looking to turn their seasons back around there was a wee bit of clamour for him to be involved in the last squad because of the start of the season he's had but it's kind of cooled off a wee bit for Hardy uh, Ross Stewart hasn't played yet for Southampton still recovering from uh, is a, I think it's an Achilles injury uh, and Tommy Conway this is an interesting one he's 21 year old under 21 international and he's fit again at Bristol City after missing most of the start of the season uh, he just made his first start of the campaign at the weekend in a 1-0 win over Coventry. He scored a double off the bench before the international break uh, as Bristol City beat Rotherham 2-1. Uh, and he was a top scorer for Bristol City last season. So if Tommy Conway can string some form together, much like Hardy did at the start of the season, maybe that's where uh, room for a new striker could appear in the squads. So that's you all up to date. Uh, with the 
boys how they did domestically at the weekend and and please if you're enjoying the podcast uh, leave a review on Spotify iTunes or wherever you're you're listening it's really appreciated and remember what I was saying earlier at the start as well about the sports quiz and if you want to relive Scotland's qualification to Euro 2020 you can get my book A Nation Again online but for now thank you very much and we'll be back next week with another squad review cheers
Sports Social Podcast Network.